Welcome to the Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, David Prosper. As a life coach, certified leadership and communication trainer, one thing that keeps people back from living a more fulfilled life is one word, it's clarity. I've helped thousands of people break past their perceived limitation and start living a more fulfilled and aligned life. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find more clarity so that you can create more impact. Have you ever felt like you just it was just hard to really connect with people at a real deep meaningful level and the relationship just felt just empty and surface based in today's episode we're going to talk about how to connect with people the right people where it is emotionally just disconnected in a world built on just surface level conversations by the end of this conversation where you're going to take away some tools and some strategies to connect with people in a real way and in a meaningful way versus a, a very surface-based way. So let's jump right into it. Number one, be the connection you wish to see in your community. Be the connection you wish to see in a community. Oftentimes, right, there are a lot of problem echoers, aka people who just magnify the problems. And I've been in communities where we're just like, oh, people aren't as connected or people aren't transparent. People aren't these things. And it's easy. It is so easy to identify the problems, but it's very difficult to provide a solution. Again, it's easy to identify a problem, but it's difficult to provide a solution. So I had a case in point recently. Someone was having a problem and they identified it. And I said, OK, what's the solution? How can we fix this? And the response was, I don't know. But they were so quick to identify the problem and say, this is what's wrong. This is what sucks. This is this, right? Make it into a rap song. But when I say, hey, what steps can we take? <laughs> what is the solution? The person was like, I actually don't know. Because we're so geared to finding the problems, identifying the problems, magnifying the problems, and we're not as nurtured and developed to provide solutions. So it's easy to say, okay, the world is disconnected. People are having surface-based conversations and it is so empty, but be the change, be the connection that you wish to see in the world. And for me, this podcast and everything I do is geared towards that. Well, local community, national community, and international community. So be the wish that you wish to see. And how that looks like is inviting people in your ecosystem being interested in people right it is having those conversations where you're asking more questions than making statements and i hear this a lot i see this a lot in workplaces and just community groups what happens is somebody's sharing a story and instead of connecting we're comparing it's just yeah i went to florida i was on a vacation and uh, it was really nice that's how the conversation would probably would go and then the person was like, yeah, I remember the time I was in Florida too. My mom was, took us to Florida. What happened is where it's the battle of the stories versus tell me more about that. Oh, what'd, what'd you guys do? Being curious versus making statements. And what happens is when we're curious about people and people naturally become curious about us. There's one of my favorite books, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It, he talks about interesting people are interesting. So interested people are interesting. I'll say that again. Interesting people are interested. So that person who you've probably seen in the networking rooms who are essentially talking to everybody surrounding them and they're asking questions. They're the person who's not talking, right? 
oftentimes we see that one person talking, everyone just listening, just waiting for them to have a chance. And again, what happens is they keep it very surface because they don't feel comfortable enough. But when we're curious about people, when we're inviting them into the space, when we're asking more questions out of curiosity, not in condescending tones, but when we're asking more questions out of curiosity, what happens is they share and we can share and then we can build a more connected conversation in a community. And number two, keeping it hot. You are going to memorize this like the back, like the you look like your last name. I can't even talk. Keeping out one of my core values. Oftentimes when we're trying to connect in a disconnected world, what happens, there's this facade or there's this emotional filter or wall that we place and we're we're programmed to essentially deflect and not get deep. So, for example, like you're walking down the street and somebody say, hey, how's it going? You're like, good in yourself. That's not always true. Ninety percent of the time, that's not true because people are going through stuff. And we'll say that because it's a template response. And this is something I do. I'm not telling you to do this, but this is something I do. When I'm hiking or walking around and people say, hey, how you doing? I say, good. And they look at me like, oh, what? Because the natural program response would be like, good in you. And sometimes I just say, good, thank you. And it was like, yeah, I'm good too. We're so programmed to respond in this way. And I'm not saying be honest with everyone. Everybody, it's not a safe space for you to be honest with. Have discernment. And when you do feel emotionally safe to share with a person, be vulnerable with them and be authentic with them. What happens is the more vulnerability we share, the more vulnerability they share. And what happens is we build this safe space. Like, I see you. I understand you. You're normal. Recently, one of my friends just asked me, what's one of your weaknesses? And I shared that weakness with this friend. And that is the first time in my entire life, like I shared this type of weakness that I have. And um, she was very accepting of it. And she held space and she validated it. And it was a really cool experience. And I echo back, what is one of your weaknesses? And she shared her weakness. And what happens is it's easy to talk about what we're good at and what we're strong at, but it is sometimes hard to talk about what we're not so good at. And what happens is when we have honest, which essentially means truthful conversation, tell the truth, use discernment, use wisdom for sure. And that means if something is bad, say like somebody did you wrong or something like, you know, what happened is somebody did me wrong versus don't get explicit with it. That's my advice. Don't be explicit with it. Just tell the facts with caution and with discernment, and then be open to receive feedback. That's the open part. And then transparent, right? Match what you say. There's a lot of people in our world, in our communities that talk a lot. They talk a lot. They talk about everything that they can do, that they've done, et cetera, et cetera. And then what happens is it currently they don't live it out. So that's not transparency. Transparency is your words match your actions, right? And it's not a form of perfection, it's a form of transparency, authenticity, that you're really living what you're talking about. So one of my core values is leading with love. And if I don't lead with love, I just, I'm, I'm just somebody talking about leading with love. If I don't keep it hot, that's another core value, honest, open, transparent. If I'm not honest with people, if I'm not open, if I'm not transparent, I'm a fraud. That's fraudulent. That's a fake. That is a phony. That is somebody that's somebody you keep at distance, right? If they're not living what they're talking about. And I'm not saying I'm perfect and I do it all the time, but what I am saying 
is that when we have hot relationships, right? Honest, open, transparent relationship, people are honest. So they're telling the truth without being hurtful. They're open to receive feedback and they're transparent. Who they say they are is who they really are. So that's a beautiful thing. And number three, how to connect in a disconnected world. Place people in categories. This is gonna be counterintuitive, countercultural. That's cool. Place people in categories. What happens is when you place them in different categories, your expectation of them change and you don't get offended or hurt. So here's my categories where I place people in it. So the people listen to this podcast who know me, who are connected with me, you're in a category. Start to break it to you. You're in a category. I'm not going to tell you which one you're in, but you're in a category. So I place people in family, friends, romantic relationships, associates, acquaintance, right? And then that's how I engage like energy wise. If you're family, I give you a little bit more priority. I spend more time with you and I have expectations of you. And if you're a friend, like there's a level of expectation and the crazy thing, anybody can go in any of those categories, like anytime. So a friend can become family and a family can be an associate. What? Yeah. A friend can become family and a family member, relative blood can become an acquaintance. I categorize people in different categories. And what happens is the based off the category that you're in is my level of expectation. So for example, if you're a friend, I expect you to be a friend. If you're family, I expect you to be family. If you're my romantic partner, I expect you to be my romantic partner. And if you're not in those things, what happens is I don't put energy into those things and I don't have expectation of those things. And what happens is I've learned having super high standards for myself and having no expectation necessarily for people to meet a need. But if you're in those categories, there's an expect, there's a general expectation, but I don't have an intense amount of expectation. So if you're a friend, I expect you to show up when I ask you to show up. Hey, I need a friend right now, but I don't expect you to be, I can't even talk right now. I don't expect you to be essentially this superhero that saves my life. I, but I expect you to hold space for me because you're my friend. So with that being said, if we are creating the connection we wish to see in a community, if we're keeping it hot, which means honest, open, transparent, and if we're placing people in categories, I believe with those things, we can start cultivating connection in a disconnected world. And then the last thing I'll leave us off with is leading with an open hand. I learned this from one of my pastor friends at this retreat. And I was like, tell me about leadership. How is it being a pastor leading a congregation? And how do you deal with when people disappoint you or you feel connected to someone, they let you down, et cetera, et cetera. What he echoed was leading with an open hand. And I thought that was the most profound thing I've ever heard, leading with an open hand. And that essentially means that he's not trying to control the relationship, but he's just navigating the relationship. And oftentimes what I've learned about me is that I would try to influence the outcome and try to manipulate certain things that it goes in my favor. And I'm open about it. You should be open about it. Again, honest, open, transparent. But he taught me to lead with an open hand. That essentially means if they come into your life and you're they're there for a season, you love them in that season. But if they decide to go, you release them versus holding on. And I think the hardest part about navigating relationships is holding on to what was and what it could be, what was and what it could be. And then we're in that tension, especially when we're transitioning in a relationship. 
just like, oh, this is what the relationship was. And then we attach a future aspiration to it. This is what it could have been if they would have stayed, if we would have worked it out. I like being in a space and I'm learning more and more to being in the space of what is in my hands right now? What do I have in front of me? Who do I have in front of me? And being present in that moment versus holding on to the past and then holding on to the future. I'm learning to be more in the present. And I learned this amazing concept when I was hiking recently. There is peace in the release. So how to connect when we're trying to hold, for example, if we're trying to hold sand and we have a tight fist, right? The sand is going to fall out. But if we have like a cup, an open hand, what happens is the sand gets to sit. So how to connect in a disconnected world is by being the connection we wish to see in the community is by having hot conversations, honest, open, transparent. And it's about placing people in categories so you can manage your energy level as well as your energy output and your energy allocation because people take energy and people you give energy to people. And then last, we talked about leading with an open hand. And if we can do those four things proficiently enough, I feel that we can start connecting in a disconnected world. So with that being said, I hope that something resonated with you today. And if it did, let me know, connect with me on Instagram and say, hey, this resonate or hey, can you expand on this? I would love to connect with you personally. This entire podcast is essentially to connect with you in different ways. I share an idea and if it resonates with you or you have a dissenting or a different opinion, share it with me. Thank you so much for listening to the Clarity Podcast, a podcast helping people find more clarity to create more impact. Leave a review, share with a friend, subscribe today. Connect with me on Instagram at I am David Prosper. And remember, with more clarity comes more impact. Stay impactful, my friends.